From National Public Broadcasting and WQRC New York, I'm Charlotte Dunn, and this is Conference Call. stories often come from the strangest places. So at WQRC, we try to make it as easy as possible to get in touch with us. The letters, emails, and voice messages come from all kinds of people, and the dedicated folks of WQRC's research team graciously sort through the haystack. Then it's my job to find the needle. At the beginning of this story, I told you that my team got a message with the subject line, Attention Charlotte Dunn, from the woman who used to run Widgie. Her connection to the billionaire and the email's mysterious attachments grabbed their attention, so they forwarded it to me, along with two words. Listen immediately. It was just after New Year's in January of 2022. At the time, I had no idea that email would end up dominating my thoughts for the better part of a year. After I opened the email and heard the first few calls, I wrote back to Julie, quote, Hey, Julie, just got a chance to listen. Those guys are insane. Can we talk? Almost immediately, I got the auto response back. I'll be away from my computer for a while. Thank you. When I tried her cell phone. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. So I went back to the calls, all 63 of them. I started to build a timeline, identifying the most relevant conversations to try to map out the arc of this story, which would eventually evolve into the podcast you're listening to. If I'm being totally honest, they made me angry at first. I had to ask myself why it invoked such a passionate response in me. I wasn't ready to admit it at first, but I already knew the answer. I even said it at the beginning of the series. I was Julie. I felt the same bitterness toward the people I had to answer to, and yet, I didn't leave either. I stayed and kept going, to this day, continuing to show up to work, hoping that someone or something will change. But even if it never does, you keep going. Maybe it's a defect in human beings, but that's what we do. We keep going. Earlier this year, WQRC began releasing episodes of Conference Call. Admittedly, the show wasn't finished, and as we were approaching the finale, this story still didn't have an ending. I had used all 63 calls already, and I knew Julie was headed to court, but with the court documents and transcripts sealed, we were coming up empty. My producer Matthew Flail and I kicked around ideas for the last episode. I didn't want this to be another story that people would become invested in only to find out it was a dead end. I was getting desperate. I I thought maybe the finale should just be a meditation on capitalism and how it's slowly tearing at the fabric of our society. I even thought about giving a moment of silence so you could make up your own mind about what happened. But then, very recently, my research team found something. And it is our responsibility to drag the truth into the cold light of day. Now, this recording, taken on February 3rd... For legal reasons, they didn't want me to relay how they did it, at least not publicly. 
But they got their hands on a recording of the trial between Julie Burke and the Toad brothers. The Toads were made aware nine times that the Lid Star was a concept my client had come up with and patented as an award-winning young inventor. Okay, so this is the final day of the trial. Friday, December 17th, 2021. And all kinds of oysters. Yeah. But oh, it's uh, kind of like... We're up. Oh. Hey, hello, everybody. Um... Sorry, there's a fly. <sighs> well, say hi to Chi-Chi for me, and... Mateus, we're in court now, babe. Yeah, okay, I'll call you next week. Love okay. you. No, or, or in a All persons having business for the Honorable Judge Rollins, now presiding over the District of New York, draw near and give your attention. God save the United States and this Honorable Court. This Honorable Court is now in session. Please come to order. Uh, good morning. Morning, sir. Hey, how's it going? Uh, folks, please please put your audio on mute. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, I'm, you're going to have to bear with me. I, I've, I've had the same computer for seven years, and they just made me get this new one. It's, because all this video call stuff that just didn't used to be part of this, honestly. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, please state your names. Jedediah? Um, no, not, not you. Who are you pointing to Jed? Wait, wait. Okay, no, no. Yeah, that's right. You, you, you go. Go. Thank you, Your Honor. Say it again. Julie Burke. Okay. Miss Julie Burke, that's right. And I am Jed Toad. Joel Toad. And just to say, you are doing a great job, Judge Rollins, and we really appreciate it. It must be like confusing with all this tech stuff. You are just, you're a master and, and we are- Guys, great. guys, mute it, mute it now. Okay, I'm gonna turn it over to Ms. Burke's lawyer, Mr. Marvin Sestero for his closing statement. Mr. Sestero. So I can't hear you, all right? I can't- Mute? Uh, I think wait, you gotta I can, unclick the- He's on mute. I see your lips moving. Hold on. Sorry. Mr. Sestero, can you hear me? Can uh, someone... Oh, okay. Yes. There you go. I heard that. Th thank, thank you, uh, Judge, Judge Rollins. Um, can you hear me now? I can. Please. Go ahead. For f**k's sake, I just muted it again. Okay. Wait a minute. Well, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Now it should be good. Say something. Thank uh, Your Honor. Yeah, uh, yes. Now you're good. Okay. Go on. Jesus. Thank you, Your Honor. Yes. Now... Everyone has heard the phone conversations between my client, Ms. Burke, and these frat boy businessmen. We have heard straight from the toad's hole that these con artists repeatedly misled my client, ultimately pilfering her innocent intention of an invention that offers a better way to enjoy peanut butter. And then attempted to exploit it with an irresponsible business deal through their fly-by-night shell company. And by the way, that resulted in a costly fire at a plastics manufacturing facility in, in the former Yugoslavia. Is that right? But you don't need to take my word for how these animals, these toads, behave. I'm sorry, Judge, I'm trying to share my screen. Can you, uh... Me? Um, okay, wait. Please. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. It's... 
Does that work? Uh... Your Honor, can I just say one thing? Hold on. Hold on, Miss Burke. Um, wait. Do I make you host? I'm not sure. Is it doing it? I don't see it. It's... Okay, did I don't that work? have it. Did that work? It beeped? Yes, that worked, Your Honor. Thank you. Okay, yes. Go, go. Back on track. Oh, thank God. Okay. So, yes. You decide after you hear from the people that did have to deal with them. Click it now. Okay. Uh, I'm Taylor Hutch Hutchins, but you can call me Hutch. You know, these guys were just really sad, desperate people. Uh, At one point, when I felt nervous for Julie, uh, I don't know, it was kind of like they were grabbing her with their words, I thought, but I don't know. Scrambling, they were talking about chopping up chickens and mutilating them, really perverted stuff. So it was sad and scary. And, you know, I'm glad that they're, they're being held accountable for their actions. My experience working with the toads was extremely upsetting. Uh, a very stressful experience on, on for me. call to talk about my charity, Great Scott, because they made a very uh, generous donation that we are still chasing them for. Um, talking about dish racks a lot. They they were talking about me playing a dish rack in a movie. The team at Great um, Scott has left them uh, probably about a dozen voicemails now. Uh, they're going to have to resort to legal action to get that money because they do owe us that. Honestly, I like them. Um, they've got spunk. Seem like they've got some really cool inventions going on, some even cooler movie ideas. Could in another life we be really good friends? Yes, I think we could. Do we have lots in common? I actually would say yes, but per my conversation with my client, Karen Gillen, we have decided they are wholly unprofessional, incompetent and unstable, and we, I, wish to never associate with them ever again. Shannon Webster. I'm their grandmother. Well, they came to me for money, but they've done that often in their lives, and uh, I always support them. It's very disappointing. I gave them my last $400,000, and I feel mad at myself that I believed that they could do it, but I guess they just couldn't do it. So sad. I'm disappointed, sad, and uh, bewildered as to where do I go from here. Because now I'm living in a government-funded nursing home, so I'm uh, in bad shape. And I'm very, very hurt, despondent because of my health. And I feel like, once again, I'm, I'm invisible to a lot of the world. Oh, well, we met the Toads in a conference call. And again, it was a very brief phone call. But I, 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 I remember them bringing up my Judaism a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, they insisted we meet during my son's bar mitzvah, which I thought was inappropriate. They just kept harping on the fact that my child was Jewish. And I personally hate racism, so that was really tough for me to hear. Oh, we both do. We both do. Uh, it's uh, Tristan Booth. For my girlfriend, uh, she's uh, Joel's ex-wife, so I had to stop by a few times just to uh, pick up our dog Bentley. And He didn't look right. He had a weird just general vibe and look in his eye and and look I, I get it you know you're looking at the guy that is now sleeping with your wife and that's you know one thing but it, it went beyond that there was something 
a little bit more broken and sad than than even I think what you would expect. Uh, they hired me uh, as an HR rep and made me do training out of pocket, which I was never reimbursed for. And they brought me on a call and yelled at uh, some British lady and made me help them do that. And I kind of hope that they get in trouble because it feels like they stole something from that British lady. I met these guys. I told them, okay, we're going to be friends. We're going to make the business together. He's a good guy. But they, guess what? Like everyone I know in my life, they f me. I lose money. My wife let me. She moved next door. I go home every day alone, and I see her through the window. And she look at me, and I cry because of these guys' toes. Amazing grace indeed, Your Honor. Mr. Sistero, you should know better than to score witness testimony with manipulative music. I think you know those tactics have no place in my courtroom. Once a music theory major, always a music theory major. My bad. All right, well, next time I'm going to stop it in the middle. You understand? Yes, I do. Thank you, Judge. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Now... Clearly, these snake oil salesmen have revealed themselves. Grown men stealing the idea of a 14-year-old girl. Adult men with a little girl. If we don't act, what else are these toads capable of? Just given the chance. Did, should we find out? Grown men with little girls. I would keep these deviants away from my kids and make them announce themselves in every new neighborhood okay. when they, okay, when they Mr. move. Okay, Sestero, okay. Sestero. Okay, thank you. Thank you. The prosecution rests. Well then. Can I just add something? Ms. Burke, please, 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 wait, whoa. Stay muted, okay? You'll have your chance. <sighs> okay. okay, now Mr. Toad and, and Mr. Toad, is there any chance you've taken my advice and appointed an attorney? Yes, uh, thank you so much, Judge. Um, we have not done no, that. No, we'll, we'll be representing ourselves, Judge. Fine. You're still entitled to a closing statement, so proceed. Yes, thank you, Your Highness. And, and I do want to wish everyone here a happy holiday, no matter the color of your skin or what uh, God you pray to and, and how you Can celebrate. Can you get to the point, Mr. Uh, Tully? Yes, of no, of course, you're right. Uh, Your Honor, good morning. Um, we are very excited to be here to give our side of the story and completely clear our names once and for all. Start the defense now? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Hi, Hi Judge. Judge. As you know, I'm Joel. And I'm Jed. And together we are the, the Toad, Toad Bros. Bros. We're here today to totally exonerate ourselves. Now hit it, Joel. Hey, 
listen up, all you people of the jury. Get the wax out your ears, wipe your eyes if they're blurry. This is the story of a single idea. When we finish speaking, it'll be quite clear. The truth is something the prosecution might fear. Let's set the record straight. Right now. Right here. We're all chasing dreams in this blessed nation. The opportunity the same if you're white or Haitian. With odds like that, here's my prognostication. The two different folks can, can have, have the, the same destination. destination. Julie Burke went left. And we went right. right. Coincidence we can't explain. Try as we might. might. She came up with a knife, knife with a lid around it. But it's like Fight Club. We, we didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about it. it. So see it our way or you're six feet deep. Vote to acquit. Benefits your reap. Deliberate quick and we can say case closed. A fairy tale ending. For the princess and, and her toads. We rest our case. All right, well, uh, I, don't, I don't really know what to say. That performance might have been the most embarrassing thing I've witnessed in my entire legal career and probably my lifetime. This is the New York State Supreme Court, not a middle school talent show. Grow up. Feels harsh, Your Honor, but I, I certainly, under, certainly understood. Maybe even like a high school level talent show, but yes, under, point understood. And by the way, right. you realize there is no jury in a case like this, which is lucky for you because I'd take that six feet deep line as attempted intimidation and hold you both in contempt of court. And uh, we needed, we, sorry, Your Honor, we just needed something that rhymed. So it's not, don't, we're not really going to kill anybody. We, just, we, we just, just felt like it was a just interesting kind of rhyme scheme and, and a kind of a fun rap to enough. defend ourselves. It's enough. Okay, sorry. I sorry, would like Your to Honor. add that I also felt very threatened by that presentation for both all myself right, and right, my client. All right. Uh, all right. So, sorry, and, and our apologies on Mr. Sestero's behalf. He's been a tough nut to, but um, we just wanted to say quickly, Judge, um, you know, just in wrapping up, th thank you so much you, uh, for doing such an outstanding job in this entire process. And we were told that we were uh, very lucky to be assigned to you, frankly. We're, we're so grateful to, to, to be in your presence and, and be a part of the justice okay, system. it's and enough. It's enough. Now, I will take everything into consideration as I review the arguments, but Mr. Sestero, your client's patent is from October of 2001 and was good for 20 years. I hate to say it, but the patent is now expired, so there's only so much. But, Your Honor, that was six weeks ago, and with respect, it only expired because we were waiting for the court to give us a date. Now, I would hope that you'd be able to see past that. Marvin, sorry, I need to say something. You cannot let them off on a technicality. They're just going to do it again. They're not going to learn from this because they never have to. Like, look at them. People like that, they... These guys do not live in the real world. They're in a video game where they can lose a life and go back to their grandma who is going to give them anything they want. They haven't had to work for anything. They don't understand what it's like to struggle. They just get bailed out over and over again. And that is what is wrong with everything. Everything in this industry, everything in... <sighs> I just hope the court can see the clear theft here. And I just, I... <sighs> Please just do, I, please do the right thing. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. Well, I appreciate your candor, Miss Burke. My, my sound dropped out for some of that, but I think I got the gist. All right, I'm going to deliberate and we'll reconvene at 9 a.m. Monday morning. You may all log off. Log off, right? Yeah, log off.
Court is adjourned. The following Monday, the judge announced his final decision. Even though the patent expired while she was waiting for her trial, Julie just didn't have a case. The Toads released a statement saying they were, quote, thrilled to clear their good name and look forward to moving past these legal woes to focus on the launch of Lidjack. How could this conclusion be so unsatisfying? The bad guys won? I couldn't believe it. It was an ending as imperfect as a two-story dish rack, dripping down water from the dishes on top to the ones on bottom, doubling the time it takes for them to dry. Until 13 days ago. One of my contacts at the NYPD got in touch with me and on the condition of anonymity, agreed to share sensitive information. Apparently, the Toads were being investigated in connection with Julie Burke's disappearance. Suddenly, I felt everything snap into focus. I started backtracking through the calls looking for more evidence, and I couldn't believe it. All the questions that had plagued me for a year. Why was there the auto-response from her email? Why would she disconnect her cell phone? Why no explanation? The Toads knew she had dirt on them, and they knew that Julie was the type of person who would never give up defending herself. So wouldn't they just take matters into their own hands and get rid of Julie Burke? They knew where she lived, her work schedule, her fitness routine, when she would be alone. Why didn't I see it sooner? Could this little story about a stupid dish rack actually end with a murder? Hello? Hello? Hey! <laughs> can, can, you, can you hear me okay? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm just... Uh, I'm, I'm so glad you're okay. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. And I'm sorry I didn't get back to you. I know people were worried, but I... Uh, after everything I went through, I just... I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I didn't... It turns out that this whole time, <sighs> yeah. Julie was in Darby, Montana. <laughs> She rented a house there with no internet or television and only a landline for emergencies. Did you... Are you feeling better? Or not better, but improved? Yeah, actually. I needed... I needed a minute. So, I always wanted to ask you this, but why did you stay? It's complicated. I think I felt sorry for them. And after Widgie, I was feeling sorry for myself and misery loves company. My therapist did point out that I took care of dying dogs on two different summer holidays, so. Okay. So why did you send these to me? Did you know that I was gonna do something like this? After my case was thrown out, I was angry and I wanted revenge, so Yeah, I guess I knew. But since that, I... Since I've been away and just had more space to breathe, honestly, I regret sending them. Really? (laughs) 
I really just want to move on. I don't think a podcast about my worst career decisions is helping that. And really, it's just, well, it's just giving them more attention. But the toads are loving it. Right. I don't know. I, I guess where I'm at now is I just want to let it go. C'est la vie. But I mean, aren't you a little relieved because of what just happened? I mean, that's all because of you. Sorry, what just happened? This is a collect call from... The Toe Bros! An inmate at the Federal Correctional Facility of Otisville, New York. Hello? Hey, the podcast queen! How you doing, Charlotte? How's it going, Charlotte? Great to talk to you. You know, we actually, we love your work. You made us famous, girl. We're getting fan mail in here and all kinds of stuff. It's great. I hope it's okay to blow a little smoke, but man, it was so cool to hear how you wove together our story. Yeah, that must have been tough. I mean, that must have taken you a lot of time. Yeah, Charlotte, real quick, if, if you have any connections with Holly Weird, we'd love, uh, you know, thinking Young Sheldon to play me if we're able to adapt this into some sort of mini limited series or something. I'd love to tell you that this podcast was what brought the Toads to justice. And it was my reporting that shined a light on all the immoral things they did to Julie. That it caused the case to be overturned and led to them paying for what they did. But the Toads are currently incarcerated for a separate crime. The police found that before the trial, as an insurance policy, the Toads looked into the possibility of abducting Julie by posting an ad on Craigslist offering to hire a professional. The NYPD responded, setting a meeting for an undercover officer to meet them. This is Officer Russo. I am at the Dumbo residence. And uh, two suspects about to enter the car. Hey. Hey, guys. Calvin? Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to start off by saying we don't usually do stuff like this. We don't, we're not. We're we're actually, yeah, we're we're business guys. Some business has just gotten a bit unruly. And uh, this uh, young lady who we do need to make, make, we need to make the problem go away, yeah. if, that, if that makes any sense. Sure. Just when you're gone for uh, a month or so, yeah, yeah, out of the picture, a few no, weeks, few yeah, weeks yeah. no email, no internet, you know, yeah. no access to Zoom meetings, right? Probably like up at a cabin, has like DVD, you know, like yeah. lever somewhere, bagged and hogtied kind okay. of thing. Yeah, if there's a way to hogtie her, I think that just knowing her a little bit personally, I think that would be an effective way to restrain her. My new, my ex's new boyfriend mm. um, has become a really big part of my life because they're, we adopted a dog okay. that we share custody. And I would just say this, we, we all got problems but right. but i think what we should do now is try to solve them with this just let's get the transaction going oh, yeah, and then okay. i'll hear about that later okay, i will okay. actually because yeah, i am interested in from five thousand so it'd be 2500 down would the five thousand cover like food and diet stuff for her or is that is that a she separate is, she is on peloton so that's i know like 49 a month the toads were arrested for conspiracy and attempted kidnapping they ultimately backed out of their master plan because they learned julie's patent was going to expire but the monetary transaction with the undercover officer was enough to put them behind bars. Right now, we're, we, you know, we have to use cigarettes as currency, so we're a bit limited as to what we can do business-wise. But stuff is happening. We, you know, we're getting a, bit, a pitch bible together for Dish Jack Max, which is, you know, sort of what we've got our eye on next. Is that with the three tiers? 
Oh, no. So, yeah, right. It turns out three tiers is pretty impractical size-wise, especially just with what we can do here in our cell. So it's going to be two tiers, but each tier will be, you know, incrementally bigger. It really, all this is a branding play anyway, so, you, you, you know. Squeezing a bit of juice out of the lemons here, uh, Charlotte. The guys got a lot of hate when this series started to release. But much to my chagrin, it wasn't all bad for the Toad Bros. A certain billionaire seemed to become enamored with the boys' exploits with Julie Burke. Facts don't care about your feelings. And the fact is, Julie Burke is a terrible person. You know what I mean? The Julie Burke of it all. I mean, you know the amount of I've done in my life? Putting in space, putting in the ocean, putting on land. I create things. Mm -hmm. I'm glad it gives you clicks. I'm glad it's fucking magazine covers. But... She's just pulling another trick, okay? There's no difference between Chris Angel and Julie Burke. They're both little magicians, all right? And this new thing with the the Toad Bros, I mean, these two guys, they sound like problem solvers. They got little Rubik's Cubes brains like me. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And so I'm actually here to tell you, I'm throwing my hat in the ring. I'm going to help. This is an exclusive right here. I'll give it to you. My company just acquired Lilypad. So we're very excited to bring them into the fold, bring them into the family, and help them really unleash their full potential. Why would Julie deserve to be kidnapped? You've worked with her personally, right? Yeah, we well, you know we don't have a cell phone right now, so we, we just we, we need- yeah, Mateus can't really smuggle a full-sized phone in at this point, but he is working up to it. Yeah, but you know we've been making the most of it, and uh, and that that does remind me, Charlotte, we we should tell you that. Uh, or sorry, uh, the billionaire, I guess. Quote as, unquote. Yeah, yeah, exactly, as I guess you would say, and if, if you want to air this. But, um, yeah, we will be filing a joint defamation suit against you and Miss Julie Burke for participating in the conference call podcast and, uh, you know, just saying so many unsavory things about us and our new business partner. Yeah, so. not to make it weird, but we will, uh, yes, be seeing you in court. You know, not to look forward to, but it will be nice to, you know, see you. Yeah, and put a name to the face. Yeah, exactly. So just expect that. Since that phone call, I got served. A process server dressed as a 5G salesman informed me that I would have to appear in court for defaming the billionaire and the toad bros. Because this is a legal matter that is still ongoing, I'm not at liberty to discuss any details of the case. But I will say this. If those guys think they can take on me and Julie combined... Then they don't know who they're f***ing with. Next time on conference call. Call is an original production of Paradiso Media. It was produced by me, Molly O'Keefe, Jeff Ward, and Gregory Stees. Starring Elizabeth Henstridge as Julie Burke, Jeff Ward as Joel Toad, Gregory Stees as Jed Toad, with Emma Roberts as Charlotte Dunn. Featuring Aaron Schroeder, 
David Lengel, Beck Bennett, Karen Gillen, Ian DeCastaker, Joyce Amy, Nick Kocher, Grant O'Brien, Christopher Abbott, Dimi DeJuibe, Dan Schimpf, Willie Roberts, George Karaman, Jared Ward, Phil Matteries, and Clark Gregg. The show was adapted from the Deezer original podcast Conf Call, created in French by Lorenzo Benedetti and Louis Debussy. Conference Call was written and directed by Jeff Ward and Gregory Stees. Our production lead is Yael Evan Orr. Executive producers are Emmy Norris, Lorenzo Benedetti, Louis Debussy, and Benoit Duneg. And associate producer, Brendan Galbraith. Editing and sound design by Jeff Ward. Original music by Sam Nelson, with additional music provided by DeWolf Music and Blue Dot Sessions. Mix and mastering by Anis Kut. Our cover art was designed by Stefania Sotile and legal services provided by Lisa Nitti. Conference Call was an official selection of Tribeca Film Festival's audio storytelling program. Zing.